welcome back to the war zone that is now known as the Divided Alliance. It's not a war zone. This is what happens when Germany tries to invade this France. They had to go in through Belgium. I, due I to apologize strong for all of our German <laughs> listeners. The bombs are ridiculously loud. It's it's. You know what you deafening. need. You know what you need. Marka, Marka, Marka. We I'm haven't just, seen Marka in a long time. Yeah, is Marka still there? Did you buff Marka? Marka's still here in my heart. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. This is a weird. Hey, okay, Billy Bob. <laughs> Wherever I go, America <laughs> goes with me, as does the American dream, sir. <laughs> you, know why, you know why we don't retreat in this game? Because these colors don't run. You're like a Sam Rockwell character. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, I take that as a compliment. You should. Okay. How many seconds of Rocky theme song can we play without getting sued? What is this? Some 14. sort of fucking riddle? What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Gotta get out of that. Yeah, it's coming. Coming out. It's wrong. Just says victory on that button. <laughs> so I feel so victorious. Yeah. My other button's not working. No. All right, I'll let you just choose something. I'm gonna do what over whatever you choose next. <laughs> <laughs> that was arrow in flesh. Oh. Yeah, that's not what that sounded like. <laughs> yeah. That was like very upset. Last time. On the Divided Alliance. Believe it or not. I don't. The team split the team. What? That's right. <laughs> we split up the group of four. <laughs> God. You're not allowed to have any more hard seltzers. Ah. <laughs> that was like a perfectly sentence. A perfectly sentence. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <Yes>. Wow. <laughs> Colton, I'm going to need you to sing the happy birthday song. I just need to make sure you're not having like a stroke or something. Uh, I do smell burnt toast. <laughs> no. Yeah, boy. For all you listeners that have had a stroke, I am sorry. Are you sorry that they had a stroke? Are you sorry for <laughs> mocking? A little bit, a little bit yeah. of column A, a little bit of column B. Okay. Good. good. That's good. Anyways, last time on the Divided Alliance, <laughs> our four adventurers decided to split up. Garsk and Melon, both disguised as Fae, infiltrated the castle. Led by the happy giggly Faye with his friendly I don't personality. I don't remember any giggling. No, oh, he's just a Gerby. Just a Gerby? Yeah, friendly. The friendly Gerby was with them, leading them down into the dungeon to free one of the imprisoned Chernosardo Rangers. Meanwhile, Edwin and Sloane are chilling in the forest. Back to them in a moment. Hey, you really pulled it together there. Yeah, Good there job. we go. Yeah. See? Redeemed. Redeemed. Uh, oh, that's right. Melon, I forgot to mention, what did you find when you entered the castle? Oh, yeah. Found something really exciting. What's that? Ooh, what was it? It's a big, uh, huge, ooh. hulking oh. patchwork yeah. quilt? stitch skin. Oh. 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 Yeah. I thought it was going to be a quilt, and I was like, oh, bonus. <laughs> yeah. Is it a magical quilt? Yes. Made out of skin and flesh, because mm. that's a theme that we're going with, apparently. I guess so. I I am discovering that, just as you are. Yeah. <laughs> but now and then I'm like, oh, this is uh, gross. 
Horrifying. Skin. Yeah. Yay! How is a uh, patch skin, what's it called? A stitch skin. How is a stitch skin alive? Magic. Was it given life? I'm sorry. Now? Does this kill the realism of the entire uh, campaign? It's a construct. Is this where you just check out and are like, you know what? This is this is silly. Yeah. <laughs> no. The, so like, how is it alive? Was like a lightning cast on it? Golem. Like a fine alive. Is it because it moves around? Is your car alive? <laughs> I mean, hmm. the post-apocalyptic future. Yeah. It is. Hey, cars. How much AI do you need in your car to make sure it's not alive? Or how much AI in your car would you need to say it's alive? All I'm going to say is that Kit from Knight Rider was totally alive in my mind. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Why? Because Kit had a personality. I mean... Alexa has a personality. Yeah. yeah. She's sassy. Yeah, she does. What about Siri? And that should scare us all. What? <laughs> what about Siri? Siri? What about her? Sassy. Yeah. Is she alive? Is she alive? I don't know. You're the one giving her a gender. For we those of you at home. a gender, so. That's right, we do. Yeah, we give right. ours, too. That's right. Why are you what looking a, at me so with crazy it? eyes? No, I'm just saying. Cars are alive. <laughs> is this? Ships are alive. While we're on the Patchwork topic, creatures are alive. With the sound of music. I just want to say that <laughs> the movie the Her was really alive. good. The what? The movie Her was really good. I don't know what you're saying. The her? Mo- the movie Her. The movie her? is called Her. Ben-Her? No, no. Her. Just Her. H-E-R. H-E-R? Yes, Her. Yeah? Yeah. What's it about? It's a great was movie. it recent? Do we no. care? Yeah. Does how? What bearing does it have on this game? On the conversation, it's basically oh. a man who falls in love with his artificial computer. It's really good. Yeah? Yeah. Great. Meanwhile, <laughs> back in the game world. <laughs> we can just cut this all out later, right? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I'm leaving this in. Yeah? <laughs> I want people to know what I have to deal with. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Editor's cut. <laughs> yeah. Can you just cut out everybody else's voice so it just sounds like him having a weird conversation with himself? Yeah, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners already think I'm weird. With they think we're all weird. It's true. Okay. Whoa, back up a minute. All of us, People especially. listen to this? Yeah. Oh, cool. We've already had this discussion. Yeah. People, people in what? Was it Finland? Yeah. We have a couple people. It's Switzerland yeah. and other areas. Finland? Across the ocean. The big blue. Yeah. If oh, anyone, we got two big blues between us. If Whoa. anyone is listening to our podcast and is infected with the coronavirus. We're with By the time this <laughs> comes out, everyone's going to be infected with the coronavirus. <laughs> everyone who listens to the Divided, Al- Divided Alliance podcast, we're with you. Why is this happening? I don't know. No. <laughs> Who lets him speak during the beginning of these? <laughs> you know what? You know what? Hey, I did my intro. To it's... my knowledge, to my knowledge, nobody that listens to the Divide Alliance podcast has coronavirus. Now, I'm not saying that Divide Alliance podcast is making people immune to coronavirus, but I'm not not saying that either. It's true. What, what is something? What's something called like correlation does not imply causation? Correct. Yeah. Circumstantial evidence heavily implies. <laughs> We're going to move on from this. Okay. Because we have a stitch skin. God. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think that we, it's being blocked by the table. Did we have, oh, did we have uh, an initiative? initiative? No. Thank I don't you. think so, no. It's like you guys are psychic. Mm-hmm. I have a 17. Mavon, 17. I have a number that is not quite 17. Tis three. Oh. Ooh. Wow. Good times. 
Well, Malon, uh, I think you just run down there and get to the people, and I'll just stay here. <laughs> you should be back before it's my turn initiative. <laughs> Sloan, what's your initiative? We need to roll an initiative. We're not even there. I don't want you guys to feel left out, so I'm going to go back to you guys on your turn, where you're standing around, like, looking at trees or bugs or something. Just make your turns quick. Will do. All right. Ten. Ten for Sloan. Garsk, you're being beaten in initiative by people who aren't even in the room with you. Edwin. Seventeen. There's people in Corvosa beating me in initiative. <laughs> I want to talk about it. Milan, it's your turn. Oh, no. You're in a room. The two of you. You and Garsk. And, uh... Giants? Vin? Vin. Vin. That's right. Vin. I knew that, and I wrote that down, as a good DM would, keeping notes and track of what has happened before. Where is Vin? Uh, Vin is behind you, just outside the doorway. Oh, okay. Kind of backed up a little bit and was like, no, no that's not a friend. Gotcha. Normally, I'm friends with everyone, but that's not a person. It's a scary monster. All right. I am going to move around to the southern end of the table. Uh, and we're going to have a nice casual dinner together, like you, like uh, Beauty and the Beast, where the Beast is at one end and the Beauty is at the other, and I am the Beauty. Don't make any jokes like, ah, oh, Melon the Beast. I know I'm a beast, but that's not the point. Anyways. To make Garst a candlestick? <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I'm a dwarf. I think it's obvious if I was anything, I would be the teapot. Aw. Short. Mrs. Todd. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so I'm at the, at the foot of the table while the stitch skin is at the head of the table, and I will stay there. Okay. That was me on. Edwin, what are you doing in this encounter? I believe you're actually outside the fort, hanging out with Sloan. Yep. Sloan. Hey, Sloan, do you uh, want some coffee? No, I'm, I'm all right, thanks. Okay. Wow. Thrilling stuff. Quick question. Does the monster have to roll a fortitude save or will save due to that aura that... Um, Vern. Vin. Vin puts out. Ah. Let me go ahead and take care of that. All right. The DM has accounted for all variables. <laughs> I'm just curious. It, what if it just was friendly? <laughs> I Probably me into it. I figured I'd ask. It's good. It's a good yeah, thought. Good trying to keep us alive. <laughs> if uh, if Garsk was a nice person, Edwin, he'd, he'd care that you tried to help us out. All of, a sudden, all of a sudden, the stitch skin is on your team. I'll help you. <laughs> All right. The stitch skin is going to move forward Whoa. to get to Garsk. How? And in doing so, it's going to push the table out of the way. It's going to push the table across the room. Melon, roll a reflex save. As the table comes pushing towards you, and the stitch skin just tries to smash it out of the way. 22. A 22. Do you want to duck under it to the side of it? Can I jump on top of it? With a 22 and a reflex save? Yeah, we want me to roll acrobatics? Yeah, roll an acrobatics check. Hell yeah. I'm going to jump up on this table. It's going to be... Is that fire roll? It's a good awesome. reflex save. Is a 13. A 13? No. Unfortunately, okay. no. I just dodge off to the side. You you kind of jump onto it, and but the way that it's moving underneath you, you roll across the front of the table and you land on your feet. 
Would that put me somewhere over by the west or east wall then? It'll put you over here by oh. the west wall. Oh. Unless you were trying to roll to the east? I would have tried to roll to the east because I'm trying to get around and flank him. Isn't that where he threw the table though? Yeah, let me get, let me see if I can actually draw on here. Yes, you can draw on Map Tool. There are many beautiful features on Map Tool that help all of your gaming needs for any kind of tabletop RPG or any other tabletop RP or tabletop games. Thanks. Thanks, Map Tool. Thanks, Map Tool. The Divide Alliance podcast not support, is not uh, supported by Map Tool. Sponsored. Because uh, <laughs> Map Tool doesn't sponsor anybody because it's free. Yeah. But you know what? Thanks, Map Tool. Yeah. Map Tool, if you ever want to charge, sponsor us. If you ever want to sponsor us, why don't you start making some money and then you can give us some of that money. <laughs> yeah. Pause. Can somebody please help me draw on here? I keep forgetting how to draw. Um, I can't make any top, lines. Up at the top where there's the... Yeah, the drawing tools. tools. Which, yep. the drawing tools. And I'm on drawing tools. You might be on the eraser. So on the far right-hand side where all the colors are, there are three buttons. One says snap to grid... How do I get it to not create a bunch of blank space in the middle and just make lines? I don't want it to, like, create a fucking white void in the middle of everything. Uh, oh. Yeah, like what do, this. What, what do you want? Just I just want to make, I just want to draw where the table is now. Okay, so it's a one, two, three, four, five by one square. Yeah. Is it up against the wall? Like how we're all drying right now. Or is, yeah. it, is it cockeyed kind of the way you're trying to do it's it? It's kind of like it's kind of cockeyed like the way that I'm trying to do it. Okay. Um, let's do this. Cook's Log Volume 20 I'm alone in the woods with Sloan. <laughs> Milana Garth decided to go into the Chernosardo base by themselves with some random man they just met. Didn't seem like a good idea. He's a Kirby. It's a Kirby. I figured it out. Never trusted a yeah. Kirby. Yeah. How do you do? What are you, what are you pressing in order to do uh, it? So at the top right, where you select the color, Yeah. the left color is the uh, line color, yeah. and the right color is the fill color. Oh, so what if, if I don't? If you select the right box and then select... Um, the gray checker. Exactly how it... No. So yeah, if you actually right click on the gray checkered. That's what it is. Right click on the gray checkered. Gray checkered. Uh, so the four by four square of colors, the top left one is a great checkered color. That's, I, don't, I don't see a four by four square of colors. Um, I, I can't see your screen. At the top left? Oh, 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 oh okay, hold on. So you got two big squares. Right here. Oh. And then four by four little squares. Perfect. Okay, thank you so much. That is a huge help. Now I just got to figure out erase all my other stuff. I got it. All right. I'm erasing everything. Oops. Nope. Didn't erase everything. Make the I'm circle bigger. Everything. Nope. Why didn't that work? Oh, because I don't have it filled. Wee. Oh. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's the opposite. <laughs> Do you have the eraser on? I don't think you, yeah. you, don't, you don't have the eraser on. Fire just messed everything One more up. Time. It's okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> This is where we're at. I don't know what's happening. And the world was consumed by Rovago. <laughs> Game over. That explains so much. Um, 
I've forgotten how to Got do it. this. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Skin just... Stitch slaps a table and the whole world goes black. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually just like a level 20 Dark Fiend. That's a blue line. That yeah, is a blue I don't, yeah I'm, hold on. I'm trying to reverse it. Okay, there we go. Uh, back onto freeform drawing. To your map tool, add an undo button on your drawing tools. I think they do. Is that underneath edit? Edit undo. Uh, you hit yeah. shift. Control Z oh. or edit undo drawing. Yeah. There's your table. Okay. Hard. That's where that is. Yeah. I would want to be on the side that is not blocking me from the fight. To vault the table? Yeah. Jump straight over that table. Uh, Some hops. Well, I'll move you, allow you to move five feet, though. Just roll five feet over to okay. adjust for that. Okay. So the table was kind of thrown or skidded across the room there as the stin sketch swiped its way, trying to get it out of its way in order to get to Garsk. All of the chairs on the eastern side of the table were knocked down. There's a table skidding across. All the, ta- all the chairs on the left-hand side stay exactly where they are. And Melon does a really good reflex save and does some acrobatics and rolls herself up and over the table, uh, standing up five feet to her left uh, so that she's able to still stay in the action here. Good job, Melon. Thanks. All right, man. But that was just the uh, stin skitch. Skin skitch. Stin skitch. That's the big, ugly creature just trying to get forward there. I'm calling that an attack on the table. And uh, that's its whole move action, getting over there. A little you bit know, cumbersome. I'm take, I have a small right. issue here that is coming straight for me. I mean, Melon's bite-sized. It's true. So. You're snack size. I'm fun size. You're snack size. Oh. Actually, Melon is small-sized. And Garsk, you are medium-sized. Even yeah. though you're a dwarf, you're still medium-sized creature. Fun size, snack size. Yeah. Maybe the skin stitch is trying to watch his weight. So we should go after the fun size. No, he's... No, no. Garsk, it's your turn. It's a cheat day. Okay. um, I would like to uh, run away. No. um, Can I do a knowledge check on this monster thing, maybe? Okay. What kind of knowledge do you want me? Fuck, man. I don't know what kind of... Don't worry about it. No. Actually, what... what? (laughs) No, actually, I I do got pretty good knowledge. What, uh, What do you want me to roll? You you give give me something here. What do you got? Uh, Arcana. Arcana. Uh, with your love, what Thir- thirteen. Thirteen Arcana check. You believe this is a construct of some kind. You believe that some magical means uh, created this creature. It's some sort of magical construct, um, but you don't really know much more about it than that offhand okay would i know if it's considered like a like a humanoid type i guess if it's a construct it's not right correct all right i'm gonna take a five foot step back and i am going to cast grease on the ground right underneath him okay does that cause the skin stitch to have to make any saves immediately grease the creature can Walk or move. I don't think you actually have to do it until you try to move um, at half speed or greater. How how much of this floor is grease? It is a 10-foot square, I believe. Oh, so just directly under him. Directly under him, yeah. Sweet. Okay, so that top corner up there. 
Yeah. Understood. So one object or 10 foot square, and I chose the ground. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Outstanding. Next round. Top of the order, Melon. I... A bunch of action has occurred here as you've entered the room. Six seconds later, the whole room is in shambles. The floor is greasy. Chairs are knocked over. I move... Oh, I can't be flanking anymore. Um, I move to the stairs. And I attack as a uh, 25 hit. A 25 will hit, yes. What? Really? Yeah. Nice. yeah. Oh. Really? Say hello to my needle. Take uh, eight points of damage. All right, what are you attacking with? My rapier. Outstanding. That piercing rapier. Stab, stab. Steppy stab. Gonna need a couple more stitches there. Stitch skin. Yeah, yeah, good one. That's yeah, good. there we go. Talk some smack to it. Yeah. It's a construct. Edwin and Sloan are eating apples. I, I, I didn't bring time. any apples. They didn't bring any apples. They stand there outside of the fort lamenting their lack of apples and jerky. Making coffee, though. Making coffee? Did you start a fire? You're making coffee? You made a campfire? Yeah? Is that what you're doing right now? You're going to start making a campfire? I don't, like the way you're, I don't like the way you're saying no, I just want to, I'm just so surprised that, <laughs> you, that you've engaged in this activity. Last time you're just hanging out there, just chatting with someone. No, all of a sudden you're like. Last time said that he was making coffee. And the last round? Yeah. You said you're making coffee. Yeah. Are you actually like boiling water to make coffee? Or is this where Edwin is just like putting coffee grounds in his mouth and chewing them? He's inventing cold brew, man. Just relax. <laughs> is he? You may have inventing cold brew. There's no, never mind. There's no water nearby. I don't want to waste my water skins. No coffee. Okay. I am eating the coffee beans, though, one at a time. Outstanding. I'll make a note of that. Sloan, you good? You just going to watch Edwin eat some coffee beans? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to probably just be sitting there, standing there, and um, looking at the fort. Sitting no, there and standing there? Looking in that there? direction. The direction yeah. our friends went. Are you like a stork? He's got half like sitting, he's got like a stool. He's got his one foot up on the stool, the other foot's down. He's kind of leaning over, oh. sitting and standing, striking a pose. Yeah, I take yep. it back. Edwin's doing some some workouts, some pushes, some push-ups, Do some calisthenics, some chest. sit-ups, some squats, some jumping jacks. Sounds good. Lifting stumps. Keep up the good work. The skin stitch got it right. Uh, is upset about being poked in the butt. Poke, poke, poke. It is going to turn around and attack Melon. Mm. So I think one of it's is a question about the friendly tentacles. Big arms turns around and swipes or attempts to slam Melon ah. with a 12. Misses! <sighs> Garsk. There's no facing in Pathfinder, but it's already turned around and is attacking Melon. Yep, yep. Uh, just making sure. It's all good. It's all good. It's all happening. Garsk is going to do what Garsk does best. Flank. Uh, which is uh, pull out his oh. battle axe. Take a five-foot step forward. Hell yeah. <gasps> Ooh. And swing for the fences. Yeah. Swing. There's no fence in here. It's an imaginary fence. Where? The You know, the white picket fence that we all dream of. But where is the white picket fence in the room right In our minds. Melon um, uses a rapier. She's only fencing. Yeah! Ah! Exactly. You're earning experience points, and you're not even in the combat. <laughs> Outstanding. 
Love it. Uh, I don't suppose this is a uh, humanoid with the arc or goblinoid subtype. Uh, no. Okay. Then uh, 13. I'm uh, sorry, 12. A 12. A 13. <laughs> 13. 13. 13? Yeah. Both a 12 and a 13 will miss. Ah. About a 14. That Ask will, for a friend. Okay, yeah. Well, that'll miss too. <laughs> Tell your friend okay. that'll miss. Mayline, that'll miss. Oh, darn. Uh, cool. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I already, I already called it. I already did it. It's all done. Mayline. I forgot my flanking bonus. I, uh, I don't think we have one yet. Aren't you flanking? Yeah, he just walked up and you guys get a flanking bonus. Yeah. yeah. Because it's a large size creature. The... Oh, anytime you can make a line through the yep. creature. Yeah. Oh, so cool. this, hold on. Oop. I'm just going to highlight some things here. This square that Garsk is in, mm-hmm. as well as this one, and this one right here, all flank with where you are right now, Melon. Sweet. Hear that, listeners? This one, this one, and this square over here. I <laughs> specified that that was for Melon, and that was getting something on the map there. <laughs> Flanking is a little bit different uh, for when you're up against a large-sized creature. All right. I am going to attack, then, with my rapier. That is a critical threat. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. 29. Ooh, does a, um, oh, flanking bonus, and that would be a 26, 7, 8, 9. Does a 29 hit? (laughs) Confirm? Mm, Yes. Yeah, Yeah. buddy. Nice. Where's that one dude? What's that other dude? Vin. He's not in here. Yeah, Vin not doing hiding under the table? That son of a bitch. He's hiding behind the door. He could help out. With what? What weapons did Vin have on him? Fists. Maybe he's a monk. You want Vin? You want Vin? The the three foot tall gerbil. I just want to make sure you're arguing the fact that he can't fight because he's only three feet tall. Melon is like a good half a foot shorter than he is. Her presence one inch smaller than her presence is is about eight feet tall when she walks (laughs) into a room. It's true. Um, So I lost how much? God damn it. It was a 29 Um, to hit, I think. You hit. 14 points of damage, and the creature is... How much of that was sneak attack damage? Four of it. Yeah? Yeah. What was the total? Asking for a friend. (laughs) Because I had a critical hit. Okay. I doubled my D4 for six, plus my uh, dexterity makes that four or ten, because that's four, and then... My four sneak damage for 14. I have a feeling it's immune to sneak attack damage. He's just got that look about him, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. He's typing something. Hate it when he types. Ugh. Hate the way he says numbers. I hate the way when he types. I just need to check something really quick he says to verify fair. that I know what it is that I'm doing over here. Do you want me to Google it real quick? Yeah, no, because then I'd have to tell you stuff. I would just Google Pathfinder Skin Stitch uh, maximum okay. hit points and weaknesses. I mean... <laughs> what? What page is it on? You remember, I'm reading the book along with you. So. <laughs> all right, cool. Take it all, whatever. Yeah, uh, and so, also... Okay, and also... also um, you are disoriented, which means you take an attack penalty. Ooh. Yeah, buddy. Negative two. Disoriented. Yep. I'm not aware of that. Uh, it's a debilitating injury. Anytime an uh, an enemy takes sneak attack damage from me, I have the option to add a debilitating injury. Because I'm that mean. Can and you, a rogue. Can you just explain sneak attack? Because it's like staring right at you. 
Is that a mind-affecting effect? A mind-affecting... No. Uh, let's see. At fourth level, whenever a rogue deals sneak attack damage to a foe, she can also debilitate the target of her attack, causing it to take a penalty for one round. This is in addition to any penalty caused by a rogue talent or other special ability. These penalties do not stack. Uh, additional attacks that deal sneak attack damage extend the duration by one round. Creature cannot suffer from more than one penalty from this ability at a time. Okay, understood. I don't see anything in particular that, uh, that allows me a good out on that for my skin stitch. So, cool. What, uh, what is your damage again? 14. 14. Thanks for remembering. 14. So you take a negative two penalty on attack rolls. Okay. For one round. Yes. And an additional negative two to any made against me personally. Okay. Sounds good. Edwin, how's that coffee going? Mm. Got that fire? Fire rolling? Oh, I'm just eating the beans. Just eating the beans. Got a fire out. in your belly from all those beans? Working out. I got a lot of energy. Musical fruit. Get that energy. I love it. We'll find out what you do with that energy in six seconds. <laughs> Sloan. Uh, just Watching him eat beans? No, I don't care about Edwin. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> Deliberately not watching him eat beans? Yes. So you're aware of him eating the beans? Oh, they smell. I know about the they beans. smell like coffee. Coffee. Yeah. Brewing up in his mouth there. The no, bean, it's, it's the... Edwin that smells. <laughs> oh, <sorry>. Edwin <laughs> smells like Easy beans. Easy now. You guys aren't even with me. It's still smelling. They can smell you from there. <laughs> you smell like delicious coffee. Yeah. Wafting, wafting. It's true. The smell is nice, actually. I will, 5% I will. chance the skin stitch is like, you know what? That smells delicious. All right. Gar <laughs> now, now I'm near uh, both Garsk and Melon. The skin stitch is, I don't know why that's so hard to say. Melon, you're even. Garsk, you're odd. He's a name. Skinny. It Skinster. goes to attack Melon. That's right. This Melon is causing. With a negative four penalty. So much damage. Shit. 15 to hit. Misses. Damn it. Was that close? It would have hit me if you didn't have your negative four penalty. <sighs> Garsk. Garsk gonna swing. Whoa. With an X. Ring-a-ding-ding, -ding, baby. Ooh, does it, that and 19 mean anything? Ooh. It means, Ooh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. As uh, a 24, 24, 27 hit. <gasps> hey, Garsk yeah. gets up. Hey. Yeah. Nice. Outstanding. That's what I'm talking about. Garsk, not just uh, a loser anymore. Not just you were never a loser, Garsk. You were always our favorite frontline fighter. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's right. <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, that's going to be uh, six points of damage. Six Ooh. points? Yeah. Six With your mighty damage. battle axe of slashing? With my mighty battle axe of stabbing things with the end of it. Slashing things. You yep. tell me how to use my battle axe. Yeah, slashing. Slashing. That's definitely what I did. And, uh, and that's what I do. Um, with my bad lax. Slicey slice. Slice meister. Chop, 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 chop. Slice meister. I like that. <laughs> One, two, three is bad. Four, five, six is good. Whose turn is it? <laughs> it's my turn. I don't like that look. Oh, that was a bad face. Actually, that was a good face. I rolled four, five, or six. I don't remember. Next that. round, Melon. Okay. Um, I'm going to attack it again. It's not looking so hot for our hero. Um, 
Uh, 19 to hit. 19 hits. And since I'm flanking, I do sneak attack. Oh, yeah, look at that. 16, 17 points of damage. And you're uh, disoriented uh, again for another round. Wham. Yeah. Nice. Can we just send Melon into every encounter we have? That's the new plan. Go get him, Melon. Go get him. Beans. Uh, Sloan. Yep. (laughs) Ignoring Edwin with beans. Yep. (laughs) Sounds good. Melon, you're even. Garsk is odd. He is, isn't he? I get even. (laughs) (laughs) 16. The disoriented is a minus two to attack. Yes. 14 to hit you. Garsk. I it was a four. To hit me? Yeah, Garsk. Oh, I'm afraid that's going to be a miss. Shit. Ooh. Good work, Malon. Good work. You're undoing all of my plans yet again. Hell yeah. That's what what I'm here for. Garsk, your turn. Garsk's going to swing. Garsk's going to swing. Garsk's going to... Yeah, I like that. 14, 15, 16 to hit. With any minuses that you got from Malon striking you before. That doesn't affect the AC. Ah, that's too bad. Yeah. Uh, but a 16 will hit the skin stitches AC exactly. That's what I like to hear. Oh, max damage. That's going to be 10 damage. Woohoo! Go. Garth's yeah. doing this. It's doing work. Hitting with that. I can't tell you how happy I am. Wait, we could call you the Slayer. I, I think we could call me that. Yeah. But then Melon might actually stab me because she's like, that name sounds awesome. She stabs me in the back. <laughs> I want that name. It's mine now. <laughs> As you slash at the skin stitch with your battle axe, the slashing damage, the massive amount of slashing damage that you do rips open the chest of the skin stitch. Does candy come out? Bursting the wasp swarm. No! Yes, that now escapes and begins filling the area. Oh, no. Oh, that's bad. So, a wasp swarm has burst out of the skin stitch's chest. The wasps are loudly swarming around the skin stitch's area, looking really angry and really riled. We'll find out what they do next when it's their turn. <laughs> I'm so excited. Is the skin stitch still alive? Yeah, what happened to the yes. skin stitch? Okay, so... It's looking rather tattered. Bees and it's look- still alive. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. It doesn't look like it's quite as together as it was before. There are some parts that are sagging a little bit. Looks like a lot of these stitches have been ripped open by Malon's precise strikes. Hell yeah. And Garth slashing damage. Well, yeah, no. All right. She's ripping apart the stitches with precision. (laughs) He's just tearing apart the whole thing in the front. What if, okay, theory, theory, what if they were sentient wasps and they constructed this humanoid creature in order to fit in with the human culture and Melon came and popped their suit of human and now they're mad. This is why we don't bring Edwin. Melon called that theory B. Okay. <laughs> Melon is even. Okay. The wasps. Whoa. Whoa, what, what's going on? You're on. I'm even. Melon. Real quick, uh, why would they not attack the skin stitch right there? As ooh, well. ooh. Yeah. Why? They're attacking Melon. No, they're not. So the should, one, two, three, they four, miss. five, six. All right, they're swarming around you in your space. Oh, God. Melon, it's your turn. Uh, Melon panics and runs away out the door. Attack of opportunity. Oh, yep. Shit balls. I use immediate action of hold person on Melon. 25 to hit. Uh, 
Uh, from the skin stitch? Yeah. With a negative four? Yeah. Oh. I almost created you. Oh, that oh hit. That's one away from creating you. Do I still run away? Uh, we'll see if you're alive. What? Don't sass me like that. Don't even sass me. Sass if I want to. No. Don't sass me. Uh, 11 points of damage. I'll take it. Yes. Yes, you will. But not because you told me to. Mm. Do swarms get an attack of opportunity as you go running out of the square threatened by them? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure a swarm, all it does is move. You don't think they have that cognitive ability to be able to to be like, oh, this thing's running away. No, actually, I don't think they attack. I think they just move into the square to do damage. Yeah. Okay. So, good point. They do not, swarms do not get attacks of opportunity. Melon, you are GTFOing? Yep. Oh, wow. Hello, GTFO. Double moved. I should have disengaged and moved, but you You're know, running? I didn't think about that. Are you like running or are you swiftly walking away? I double move. You're double moving. Mm-hmm. Moving swiftly. Yep. Through the courtyard. Yeah. Running away quickly. Yep. Excellent. I'll have to determine what the six or seven chords do that are in the courtyard hanging out. Edwin. Beans. Sloan. Push up! Push ups and beans. 9,999. In six seconds? Dang. It's been 18 seconds. He's counting down from (laughs) 1,000. Sloan, good? I guess I'm good. I don't know. Roll a perception check, Sloan. Thank you. 28. 28? Yeah. Ooh. There's some activity at the front door. You can't quite make out what's going on. But it looks like the doors have opened and there's a small figure running through the courtyard. Okay. It's the skin stitch's turn. Lacking a choice, it attacks Garsk. Sorry, Garsk. Does it still have any minuses to attack? No. Does a 23 hit you? Yeah, that'll hit me. Ooh. 10 damage. Okay. As it slams into you with one of its grotesque limbs. Garsk. I'd like to do a knowledge check on the swarm um, to find out if they can attack things, like if they have blind fight or anything like that where they can attack and know where things are invisible. Challenge me, huh? Yeah, I do. <laughs> nice. Uh, 18. On, or 17 on that. What do you want to know? <laughs> uh, if they can uh, attack things that are uh, invisible. Uh, if they can attack things that are invisible, no. Because okay. they can't see them. If they could in general, I'm going to say no, this swarm cannot. To cover my bases in case I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then uh, Garsk is going to take. What is uh, what is shit, what is cast uh, defensively? What do I got to do for that? Shout at them! Don't hurt me while you're casting your spell. Yeah, which is <laughs> exactly what I have to do. <laughs> uh, and then they have to play by those rules. You know those combat rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they get a will save to not listen to you. DC 15 plus double the level of the spell I'm casting to succeed. Um, and that's to avoid an attack of opportunity? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take a five-foot step back, uh, and I am going to cast Invisibility on myself. Okay. Uh, so I'm now invisible. Is this the type of invisible that if you attack, the invisibility yeah. goes away? Yep. Okay. So I'm invisible, I've taken a step back, and I've done some other things while I was invisible. So we don't have to worry about. Okay. Pulling some stuff out of my bag. That's, that's totally fine. All right, so that's Garsk's turn. 
It's the next round. It begins with the wasp swarm, and a wasp swarm is not able to identify anything in the area that is able to attack. And so it just goes back over to the skin stitch and kind of swarms around the outside of it a little bit. Melon, why do you got a thing against wasps, Melon? I just don't like them. Everybody has a weakness. It's irrational. Nope. I find it so funny that yours is wasps. I feel like it's all bugs. She doesn't like any. She like, I've noticed a thing with bugs whenever yeah. we come across them. Bugs are gross. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, bugs are gross. Seeing that there's no no wasps around, I'm just gonna take a moment to catch my breath, and I'm gonna walk over to Vin, um, staying away from the door. I'm going to ask him if he has anything to help me against wasps. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, jeez, friend. Oh, jeez, I wish I did. Don't, um, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Don't get stung by them. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Sounds like a solid plan. I'm sorry. Yeah, you should be, but it's okay. It's all right. Friend. Hey, 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 hey. It's okay. You're still friends. Yeah, we're friends. We're friends. It's okay. Okay, cool. Um, We can brainstorm this together. Right. What sort of things do you have in your bag? Uh, nothing that can defeat a... No liquidy, no splash damage? No. Any fire? Oh, I have alchemist fire. Alchemist fire? Mm, that yeah. sounds like that might do the trick. Okay. That creature made out of all that... That horrible, horrible creature. It, it looked like it's made out of so many skins and fur and all kinds of gross stuff. Yeah, that might hurt that creature and those wasps. All right, that's what I'll do. In the next six seconds. Good plan. Good job, friend. Good job. Thanks, That's friend. a great plan. You're the best friend. Oh, thank you. Not my best friend, but you are the best friend. Hey, working on it. Yeah. Good job, Melon. So you come up with a come up with a plan, and are you pulling that alchemist fire out of your bag? That's kind of what you're doing here. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Edwin. Beans. Bajops. Eight hundred and ninety-two. Yelling out random numbers. Sloan. Uh, Sloan, seeing a little bit of movement uh, that seemed maybe a little bit more chaotic than he would expect, is going to take a 30-foot step toward the... A 30-foot step? <laughs> Damn, you got some long step. legs, boy. That's right. <laughs> uh, no, just, I guess, a 30-foot move uh, toward the fort. Okay. And uh, just kind of alert Edwin and say, hey, follow me. Okay. And as I, you... Oh, sorry. I guess I followed behind him. Okay. Sloan, as you've moved 30 feet forward, you're able to see a little bit clearer of what's going on, and it looks like Malon is having a, a di- quick discussion with uh, Vin, your new friend, and uh, they're kind of discussing things, and Malon is digging some stuff out of her bag. Uh, it doesn't look like there's any immediate danger to either of them, but that's kind of what you're seeing in the courtyard. Good keeping an eye out. Thanks. That was Sloan. The skin stitch doesn't really know what to do. It's just kind of like lumbering around, looking looking like it's kind of just looking back and forth. It's uh, it's kind of at a loss. It's ready in action to just hit things. Garsk. Garsk is going to... Garsk is going to cast a spell. Ooh, do tell. Uh, you'll find out what happens next round. Next round on Garsk's turn. (laughs) Sounds good. 
We're going into the next round right now. It's beginning with the Wasp Swarm, but once again, the Wasp Swarm has no active target that they are able to see. So they continue hovering around the skin stitch, which is their kind of their home base. That's where their nest was inside that skin stitch. So that's where they will kind of default to for now. Melon, it's your turn. You're standing outside of this room. The doors have swung closed behind you and you have gotten out an alchemist fire. What are you doing now? I move to the doors okay. so I can see inside. I then don't, gives you a thumbs up. I don't see Garsk, but I can I see the skin stitch? Uh, you can sense the skin stitch right on the other side of the door from where you are. All right, then I peek. And you hear that buzzing sound of the wasps. I peek around and toss the alchemist fire directly at the skin stitch, who has grease under his... Uh, under his feet. Magic. Is that grease oh, flammable? Damn it. No. It is not flammable. Ah. Unfortunately. I try to aim for the the cavity where the beehive would be. Yeah? Yeah. That's a good... Okay. Roll to strike. Burn from the inside out. You just hear Melon cackling maniacally. Ranged touch for throwing out Quince Fire. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. Melon, give me a quick stealth check, actually. Okay. Sir. At your leisure. 14 stealth and a 28 touched range touch. All right. That should do it. Bullseye. Hell yeah. Skitch skin. Skitch, stitch skin. Usually having a rough day. Burn from the inside out. All right. So you threw that alchemist fire. That alchemist fire landed right in the cavity where that wasp nest was. What does the alchemist fire do? How much damage is, is rolling out of that thing? Oh, God. Um, uh, yeah, you got to tell me the damage, uh, too. It's uh, not enough to just uh, hit a bullseye. <laughs> dead. Just dead. They're yeah. all dead. Anytime I hit something with alchemist fire, it just dies. Uh, is it Slightly okay. overpowered. Treated as an attack or as a ranged touch attack with, an, with a range of 10 feet increments. A direct <laughs> hit deals 1d6 of fire damage. Ooh. Okay. For five points of fire damage, every cre creature within five feet of that point where the flask hits takes one point of fire damage from the splash. Does it splash if it's inside of... On the following round, on the round following a direct hit, the target takes an additional 1d6 points of damage. All right. You can take a full round action to attempt to extinguish the flames. Requires the DC 15 reflex save. Rolling on the ground provides a tar the target a plus two bonus on the save. You could leap into a large water of body or magically extinguish the flames. You can leap into a large body? Of water. Did I say not water? I don't think water of water. body. <laughs> like the body of a construct? If you were lost, they go back in. You could leap into a large body of water. You know, if you leaped into the skin stitch, you could probably do a lot of damage from the inside. If it tried to attack you, it would just be attacking itself. Uh-huh, but there's a beehive in there, so... Well, outside. don't sweat the details, Milan. <laughs> <laughs> just think outside the box here. So there you go. There's there's the thing. Outstanding. You did a lot of damage. Sloan, from your vantage point, you're able to see one open door at the front of this area. Milan kind of sidles up to the one that's still closed. She tosses something inside, and you see this woof. Of fire. Oh, all right. You see a woof of fire. I see a woof. You know what I'm talking about? It has that kind of like, woof. 
Yeah, I got. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. A woof of fire. The, a Does woof he, of fire. I mean, it's like a handle of liquor. Do you see wolf that fire. wolf of fire? <laughs> I, I mean, did you do a handle animal check? <laughs> woof, woof, woof. <laughs> it's wildfire. <laughs> Excellent work, Melon. Thank you, Edwin. Are you doing push-ups? Wait. No. Oh, sorry. I give Vin a thumbs up. Noted. Because <laughs> we're friends. Vin, see a thumbs up back. Thank you. That's all. Yeah. You behind Sloan? I was Edwin. behind Sloan. That's what, do you, what do you see, Sloan? Are you still doing push-ups while you ask him this? Really far away from you, oh. isn't he? I was doing uh, I was doing uh, squats. Just no. doing squats right behind him. I was, I was lunging. It's I was lunge the thirty. <laughs> yeah. All right, Sloan. Uh, Sloan seeing the woof of fire. Yes. And Edwin and I were in the impression that those two are going in and they're. Shouldn't run into any trouble, and that seems like trouble. So Sloane's going to. Oh, wait, aren't there like a ton of Fey like right between between us? Yes. Maybe, maybe they give us the okay. Maybe they're okay. There's about half a dozen Fey in the courtyard. I mean, Faye, she did give. Did you see? Did did Sloane did Sloane see Melon give the thumbs up to someone? And would he interpret that as a thumbs up to you? I just asking as I'm doing lunges. Sloane, you would have seen. Uh, Melon, give a thumbs up to Vin. Okay. Vin, give a thumbs up back. I don't know if that alters your decisions. You can do whatever you want in this situation, though. Someone's going to go up to the door of the fort. Be right in the doorway of the fort. Of the, of the gate, not where Melon is. Yeah. At the front. The front door. Okay. So you move up a little bit more, just being yeah. cautious at the ready. Okay. Understood. I just do some basic squats next to him at the gate. Get All right. ready. It's now the skin stitches turn. And the skin's skin. Oh, why is it so hard? The skin stitch is like oh, swiping at the flames a little bit, trying to put them out all over its body, having very little success. Garsk. Wait, was that extra 1d6 points of fire damage on its turn or on your turn? My turn. Your turn. Okay. Outstanding. Thank you, Melon. Garsk. Roll a perception check. Roll a perception from my From my wasps or from my skin stitch? Both. Or just me personally, the DM? Uh, all three. Yeah, okay. All three. The wasps see everything. Ugh. The skin stitch, not so much. I see even less. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a four with, for myself personally. I don't even know what we're playing right with now. With the excellent perception check of the hornet, the wasps. Wasps. The wasps. They hear an interesting sound that they're not quite sure what it is. Ooh. Ooh. That's right. <laughs> Murica shows up. Yeah. You rolled a natural four for your perception check? Me, personally? Yeah. Yes. So uh, adjusted two? Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. about. No. Uh, Murica time shows up is actually. flanking uh, with Melon and hey. will go to attack. Okay. Uh, will a natural 20 do anything for me? Yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. That's why we bring a Murica, because Gars can't hit shit. But Murica, Murica. can. Uh, for a, ooh, I don't think a 13, 14, 15, nope, invisible, 15, well, will not confirm on the skin stitch. No. Okay. Well, is that with your flanking bonus? Yeah, that's with okay. flanking Yeah, bonus so no. That with one. your own staff bonus? I'm invisible right now. So you can't see your own staff. Uh, the the not the eagle. This e is the Mur eagle Murica have to see it. Uh, so that's three points of damage. Good thinking, though. I like I like how you think, Edwin. Three points of damage. Uh, the second one, a natty nineteen. 
Uh, for a 22, uh, claw will hit. Get yes. it. Get it. I'm going to take that as a yes. So I'm going to go ahead and roll three points of damage. And uh, one more claw from Murica. Uh, no, yeah. 11 will not hit on that one. All in all, a good round for Murica. Yeah. Yeah. Um, seeing my good friend Malon right next to me, uh, Garsk is going to take a five foot step forward and attack. As you take the five foot step forward, the skin stitch wobbles a little bit. It appears that Murica tore out some very important stitches. Hell yeah. Ooh, yeah, the skin stitch begins to fold in on itself and fall apart into pieces And is still on fire. And is still on fire. It's the skin stitch is down. And the beehive is inside of it. Yeah. All of the bees. Uh, no. Trapping the bees in the fire (laughs) and cloths and killing them. No. The bees realize that the the hot, the wasps realize that their, uh, their nest is done for and go look for a new home. And decided to go down with the ship. Their queen is dead. So they just fly off happily into the blue. It sounds like they're splitting into five different factions. (laughs) (laughs) But I know that one of those factions is still active. And since destroying some of the wasps does not remove their potency, all of this is irrelevant. No. Uh, All right. Uh, In that case, um, Garsk is going to, uh, I guess... You're still invisible because you have not Yeah, I'm still invisible. That's why I wanted to stop you and be like, the skin stitch is dead before you blew your cover there. I don't want you to be mad at me. (laughs) Wait, would he... Then would he have taken the five-foot step? He doesn't have to if he doesn't want. No, to. I'm. Yeah, the thing is, I don't have anything to really attack all of the wasps with. I can't cover them all in grease, can I? Thunderstone. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bummer. Sorry. That would be awesome. Uh, cool. I will um run away. Did I see Malon get hit earlier? Is that something that happens? Does Malon look like she's bleeding? Yeah. All right. Uh, in that case, I will not take a five-foot step forward. Uh, but I will reach out, scare the shit out of Melon, and heal her. Ah! For... <laughs> Boop. <laughs> it's just 1d8 plus the spell level, right? So eight or seven points of healing. Ah, oh, man, I feel frightened, but so much better. Anytime, Melon. Uh, hit, hit him again. Oh, thank you. Uh, Garsk, can I see you now? No. Oh, wherever you are, you're so sneaky. I learned from the best. Aw, from me, right? Me? Yeah. Also, not sure why this is my accent today, <laughs> but it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when I'm invisible, I talk different. <laughs> you just had a little bit of that, uh, that uh, outlaw whiskey you were going to trade. That's right. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that outlaw whiskey. I thought, things, I thought things were looking pretty bad, so I just said, well... I better break into this now. <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to trade this anymore. How long is your turn? That is my turn. Outstanding. Next round. Uh, the wasp swarm uh, is still hovering around the body of that burning skin stitch. And I am going to say it takes some damage from that fire. But seeing no enemies around or anything like that, they're just trying to, they're hovering around. They're trying to make decisions as one hive mind, and it's not going really well. As I said, they've split into five different factions. I just want to make sure I understand this correctly. They see no enemies right now. Oh, that's right, America. 
Oh, I, I thought America was on its side. I thought they were friends. Are they? F- oh, yeah. I mean, you just said that America- they saw no enemies. So maybe they're friends. My apologies. America. I don't know. <laughs> they move into America's space. Yeah. With a 29. Ouch. Yeah, that'll uh, hit just a little bit. They end their turn in America's space, poisoning America and causing eight points of damage. Yep. Ooh. That feels about right. There we go. The warring factions apparently could agree on one thing. They don't like eagles. The eagles got to go. You don't like the eagles? Get the fuck out of my cab. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for everyone who laughed at that. Yeah. Melon. Didn't laugh at that because she didn't understand what you were saying. The band, the eagles? The dude abides. The dude abides. Go ahead and take your turn. Uh, I have no idea what to do. I don't have any more alchemist fire. I don't have any way to attack wasps. I have no idea what to do. I'm going to whisper, Garsk, do you have any alchemist fire? Uh, Melon, I, I don't. Uh, I've got uh, some old law whiskey, but we're going to need that to trade in uh, to the other uh, some some somebody. I've got a candle. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, yeah, I really just don't have anything. Oh, I do have something that I can do, but it's just, Melon, I I got something, but it's gonna, it's gonna bring the noise. Oh, oh no. Uh, let's, uh, let's make that our plan Z. All right. I got another plan. From off in the distance. I got another plan. All right. What, what? Well, We'll have to wait because I feel like it's been almost sick. <laughs> Edwin, <laughs> time. <laughs> Off in the distance, you hear Edwin go, "Thunder, ah, thunder." <laughs> okay, that's enough. <laughs> and stop. <laughs> Fucking royalties. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, it's just waiting. I can't really see a lot. I have a really bad perception, so I'm just relying on Sloane. Let me know what's up. What do you see, Sloane? What do you see, Sloane? What do it's I see? 23 perception. Still looks the same. You see okay. Melon kind of crouch down behind the door that is closed. There's a door that is open. That's about all you can see. Vin is hanging out behind Melon, looking pensive. Uh, the several chords that are in the courtyard are still kind of drinking, and they're so sloshed that they're just kind of having a good old time, and it doesn't really seem like they've noticed that there's anything amiss over by that door where Melon is. Are they on so, fire coming out? Are they on like... It was just a woof. It was just a little woof. Is there, are they on the north side of the corridor or where? I know what I'm thinking them? of now. The woof of the fire. I'm thinking of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation when Uncle What's-His-Name lights uh, Clark's Christmas tree on fire with his cigar. God, that was super specific. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's how my mind works. Don't judge me. What, Sloan? <laughs> Now you don't say shit. What? <laughs> I was just wondering where the chords were before you delighted us all with that. Oh, God. Exactly where? Well, roughly, just uh, where in the corridor? North side to the south of the... You said I could see them. Be nice to kind of know where they were. The fortress of courtyard, a hard-packed earth and gravels filled with large stones built from the tumbled northeastern tower building situated against the northern wall has been almost entirely crushed while an intact stable... Well... They are in the south 
southeastern corner. They're in the southeastern corner. I tell a lie. They're in the northeastern corner, hanging out around the rubble. Okay. Because they like to be able to see the forest through the broken wall. And so they're hanging out uh, with a bunch of booze and uh, around some wine casks and whatnot. And they're just kind of drinking it up and having a good time. Haven't noticed anything. But they're up here in the northern broken wall. Just a gnome up to some gnome tricks. Typical party shenanigans. Rolling with my gnomies. Up to gnome good. (laughs) All right. That's fine. Okay, so that's what you see. Yep. Good job, Sloan. Ask questions. Keep me on my toes. Garsk. Mm-hmm. You're still invisible, correct? Still invisible. Okay. Meilal. Uh all right, I won't I won't bring the thunder. Uh but uh do you think we can get out of here if I get us uh if I get us down to the dungeon? How well, how I, would we get to the dungeon? Uh well, uh one of us is invisible right now. Uh but what if both of us were invisible? Ooh, ooh, ooh. We would have to come back through the... Yes. Yeah, I don't think that we would... We could run for it after that. Your call. How long Make does, it right now. How long does the invisibility last? Five minutes. And it's only four minutes from the gate all the way down to the dungeon. I asked the DM last time. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't look at me. We would, have, we would need four more minutes on the way back. Uh, that's the problem. No. You and me would have to sneak out, but I can make the uh, the prisoner invisible. Oh. Yeah, he'd have to have, like, really lucky sneaking. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, 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 how badly hurt do the wasps look? Are they flying around a lot? Or are they super angry? I don't even know how to answer that. Do they seem angry? Are there a bunch of them dead laying upside down on the ground? Well, I have a 21 There are perception. some of them dead. Being up on the ground. You've seen little bursts of flame within the swarm there that looks like some of the wasps have gotten too close to the flames. So you see, you know that some of them have died, but a good amount of them are still there. Well over half of what originally came out is still buzzing around kind of in that area. Quick question. Quick answer. So the stitch skin is being burned and it is emitting smoke, correct? Is the smoke filling the room, knocking the wasps out? <laughs> like when you smoke bees out. They said this was a quick question. It is a quick question. <laughs> Sounds very slow. It's, it's a yes or no question. That's quick. <sighs> this is a plausible. This is a plausibility. Yeah, they disperse because of the smoke. They disperse. It is a lar- It was a large creature. That's a lot of smoke from charred flesh going into the room. All right. Okay. Let me roll some percentage die here. That's intriguing. I like it. That is well reasoned. Yeah. Not that Edwin is even there or can technically even see what's going on. But, but Colton's here. Yeah. <laughs> um, Are they just super angry and they're like, we don't care about no smoke? They, some of the wasps disturbed by the smoke, escape out the front door and fly off never to be seen or heard from again. <gasps> In order, but not all of them. I am going to cut down their hit points significantly. They are still there. Need to be dealt with, but... At a much reduced... Are the ones that are oh. still there, are some of them on fire still? No. Bastard. I mean... <laughs> okay. They have very few hit points left. Runny Not nearly as many are flying around right now. Just a little bit. Still enough to be All right, dangerous. whose turn is it? It's, it's Garsk's, Garsk's turn. Still. Stay here, Garsk. 
I just don't have a way to attack them, and we don't have any fire between us, so... We can do this. Um, don't you have, like, Scorching Ray? Or? Yeah, but that's not AoE. I have a couple bottles of Outlaw Whiskey, which would need to be somehow flammable and usable as some sort of Molotov cocktail, but I don't have any fire to... Isn't there a burning body? Yeah, but they're not in that square. Couldn't you just... I guess... Stick some... Stick some fabric in there. How long does it take me to make a Molotov cocktail out of outlaw whiskey? <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> um, I guess it wouldn't take. Do you have any training or any knowledge skill that you feel would give Garsk an edge in constructing something like this? You're asking if Garsk has any special knowledge to construct the most redneck thing in the world? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I have, that's uh, what I'm asking you, Garsk. I have, uh, knowledge engineering. Would you like me to roll really? a knowledge engineering roll? Actually, yeah. Roll knowledge engineering. Uh, that's not bad. 17. <laughs> roll knowledge improvised explosives. <laughs> you got a 17? 17. You think that you could put something together by just, you know, shoving a rag down into a bottle there and, uh, but you know that you would have to smash it against something. Like it would have to actually... Yeah, like, you would need to splash. Yeah, you need to, to be able to splash it in a way that it's going to... Yeah, so my, my question is, is, if I throw it on the squares below them with the fire, burn them? What about the ceiling? Flying? No. The ceiling? Breaking the ceiling. How high is the ceiling fire. in here? Ten feet. Do I think raining fire on them this way would work? I think you would... I think raining fire on them would be more more doable than smashing it on the ground and having some flames move upward. I'm doing it. How many bottles of outlaw whiskey do you I have? I have two, so I'll have one after this. Yeah, that's the crucial part. We needed... I'm hoping one will do. And in some so, coffee. Uh, here we go. Wait, uh, wait. I have a blanket. Will a blanket help if we just throw it over them? <laughs> We put a blanket on them. Will they just they start, like can go to we? Sleep? They start flying around like a ghost. Ooh, scare all the family. <laughs> can we just tell the wasps nap nap time and put them on a little blanket? Maybe read them a little story. Yeah. Yeah, story time. Bedtime story. Yeah. All right, I am attacking with my makeshift Molotov cocktail, which I'm going to assume works like alchemist fire. You we'll figure out how it's going to work. Yeah. You just roll. Get that. Get that attack. On. Uh, range touch attach nineteen. 19? Yeah, that'll place it where you want it. Okay. Okay, so you smash it up there? Yeah, smash it up there. <laughs> smash that like button. Smash that smash subscribe button. subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that will... That'll hit, certainly. That'll rain down some fire on them. And, uh... Yeah. And the wasp swarm is dead. <laughs> With them leaving and them getting burnt up in, in various ways, the wasp form has been taken care of. Neutralized, no longer an issue. Just just as a like a what-if question, does Vin have a torch? No. Okay, good call. Nobody's got any torches. <laughs> Vin's like, oh, would, would this have helped? <laughs> also, what-if question, would Vin's uh, aura friendliness affect the big wasps? No. Okay. Friendly wasps. No. Okay, never mind. Wasps are not known for their friendliness. White Anglo-Saxon Protestants, that is. I'm just kidding. That's exactly what I've been thinking this whole entire time. Yeah. Every time anyone says wasps. 
All right. If there are any white Anglo-Saxon Protestants listening, feel free to sponsor us. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Shoo. <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. We made Thanks it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Way to go. Made it. Where? Where's Van? Van. Van. I look outside. Hello. To see, like if we've gathered any like eyes now, everyone's looking at us. Are you still invisible? The cords uh, no, are still drawn. No, now I'm not invisible anymore. Okay. You guys all right? You good? Where are you, guys? What? I'm right. I'm right here, dude. Are you still? Are you Standing visible or invisible? Totally visible. I attacked some wasps. I see what? I see you. <laughs> did you attack the wasps, or did you attack the ceiling above the wasps? Is that really attacking, or are you just that's smashing bottles? Is smashing a bottle an attack? In this I mean, case, yes. That's a great question. How how would you like to rule that? You know, for no well, other reason to, than I need to know for future reference. In order to throw it, it's probably a ranged touch attack. Yeah, I mean, well, so the thing is, is actions directed at unattended objects do not break the spell. Causing harm indirectly is not an attack. Yeah. There you go. All right. I would say that that counts. That particular rule counts in this situation, I honestly. Like right. I am totally yep. invisible That's, still. I'm, I'm right here. And I grab Malon's arm and I wave it. Ah! That's my killing uh, arm. I, oh. <laughs> Snabbing hand. I know. That's why I have to make Malon, sure where that one is all the time. Killing isn't nice. I know. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. I can understand. Like killing. Well, I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Is that, is that thing stopped? Oh, we dispatched of it. <sighs> Thank goodness. You know, it's good. You can, you can build friendships, but it's hard to build friends, like, physically. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that thing was not, that was not a friendly thing. Do you know who made that thing? I have some suspicions. Oh. Um, but, yeah. Well, it certainly wasn't me. Oh, okay. Who's the who's the lonely sap that needs friends? The what? Um, one of the chords here I heard is is into making friends. Oh. Uh, such as this. I don't. I'm not sure. I don't want to go starting rumors. That's not a friendly thing to do. Right. 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 But but from what I understand, there is a creature around here with the knowledge to create something like this. I think it's mostly made as a guard or. Or something like that, but a it's, guard. It's, it's a like it's guarding something, something precious, like gold. Or hey, I'll focus on the mission. Or just oh. the general area. I, I don't know if there's any. Okay, okay. Gold. Uh, well, let's let's head in there, and I'm going any to walk in. leprechauns have probably gotten it already. Oh, and rascals. <laughs> I'm going to okay, check cool. the skin, the stitch skin for any loot. The skin stitch. The skin stitch. The stitch skin. The stin skin skitch. Skin stitch. Oh, that takes me a long time to think about. The stin yeah. skitch. Skin stitch. Skin. Skin stitch. stitch. The SS. Skin. I think it's funny that the person was like, I'm going to make a skin stitch and I'm going to give it loot. Uh, there's no loot on the. Oh. Is there there's any loot in the beehive? No. Oh. Is if there you had any... not shattered the, the wasp nest, it would have been the loot. Oh. Why? What's I special wanna... about it? You would have a wasp nest of swarming, which basically could act like a wasp bomb that you throw at enemies. It explodes, and they get attacked by deadly uh, wasps. I don't it's want cool. that. I'm glad oh, we good. You don't it. have it. Good. Uh, you said it was under the stairs. Can I... I'm going to loot under the stairs. If you go under the stairs, you don't find anything under there. Nothing? No. Melon, let's head down. I only got a couple minutes of this invisibility left. Okay, give me the outlaw whiskey. I hand Malon my last bottle of outlaw whiskey. All right. I walk into the kitchen. All right. 
I open the door and go, knock, knock, friends. Who wants some alcohol? Whoa. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, are we sure these are the ones we wanted to give the alcohol to? I thought there was. It's the two satyrs. Okay. In the kitchen. Cool. And we have bean juice. And we have bean juice. Bean water. Bean water. Beans to make bean water. Oh, wait. Okay. I've been thinking about this question all day. If we have things like almond milk, well, it, why don't we have peanut milk? And what would cocoa milk be like? Yeah, think about that one. This is what she does probably all day when she's at home with Sylvia. All day. <laughs> this is my life. What would peanut milk? Two, two hours a day thinking about milk. <laughs> <laughs> Carrot milk? And now that's juice. Rice milk oh. is really good. Yes. But if they can make rice milk, they can definitely make milk out of... Maybe it just doesn't taste good. I certainly enjoy me some barley milk. <laughs> it's, it's beer. Ah. Hmm. Didn't didn't get it. Okay. I'm just all of your references are going over my head today. Because you're very the kitchen. This functional kitchen has heavy wooden shelves filled with utensils and basic supplies. A large stove occupies the southeastern corner of the room. Opposite it, a narrow set of stairs leads down. You also find two satyrs. Anybody? Satyrs, kind of like Pan, half yeah. goat, half man, or Mr. Tumnus. Or Mr. Tumnus, Who's like to fun. throw it down on the pipes there, play some tunes. These two particular satyrs, though, uh, each have a knife in their hand, and they're holding on to each other, and they have their knives outstretched, and they're like, ah, when you open the door. Uh, just to clarify, these are the two that we said that we were going to give the whiskey to, right? I believe you said you were going to give the whiskey to the cord downstairs. Okay, then I... Tori forgot, Maylon would not have forgotten that. Correct. So I That's don't cool. go bursting into the room asking who wants whiskey. Okay. So I give that back to No, I'm still gonna hold on to it. Okay. He's invisible. Um I swing open the door, I look at the satyrs. I said, don't don't let me stop you. Oh, oh. Is that is that thing out there like stopped? That fucking Oh, the skin stitch? He looks over and he goes, yeah, the skin stitch. What did Bristle Billy call it? Bug house. Oh. Yeah, bug house. Is that thing gone? Oh, yeah, yeah. We took care of it. And the Made wasp me. hive in, in, in it. Who Oh, who I heard it? the buzzing. Oh, oh, that was horrible. I hate bugs. Whose ass do I have to go kill? Because I hate bugs, too. Whoa, whoa there, friend. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Easy there. <laughs> oh, man, I'm just glad that thing is gone. I just... I don't like bugs. I don't like that that thing out there. I wish he wouldn't make those. Woof. Who? Bristle Billy. I, I'm sorry. I just got to the party. It was a little late. Who's Bristle Billy? They both look at you go, who are you? You know, generic gnome name. Generic gnome name? One of the satyrs scratches his chin. Never heard of ya. <laughs> uh, a... Uh, 20 bluff. Oh. Yeah. Miss Generic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they go, oh, hello, Generic Gnome name. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, nice to meet you. I'm Hans. This hey, is my Hans. brother, Franz. <laughs> oh, Hans and Franz. <laughs> and we like to cook for you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> At that point, Vin also pokes up behind the door and goes, Hello. And they both at the same time go, Vin, welcome. Friend of yours? Vin goes, yeah, she's with me. And they go, okay, well, cool. 
Anybody who's a friend of Vin's is a friend of ours. Well, yeah, welcome. Uh, thanks for stopping that thing out there. How did you do that? You must be a pretty powerful gnome. Gnome, yep. Yeah. I, uh, well, I dabble in fencing, and I've been practicing a lot lately. I got a couple of lucky blows off, and, you know, a bunch of alchemist fire. Ooh. Ooh, laying down the fire. Exactly the sound that it made, too. Oof. Oof. (laughs) We heard that from in here. That's how we knew that something was going on out there. Yeah, yeah. Took one peek out the door and was like, no, thank you. Yeah, we we took care of it. Gnome, thank you. I mean, Vin was outside, but, you know, he he helped. Yeah. Well, cool. Excellent. So, uh, can we cook you up something? Uh, How can we help? Um, well, no. I'm just headed down to the basement. Um got some business to take care of down there if you know what I mean. He tried to get some of the booze from uh, large hands down yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah? Just gonna try to be sneaky so keep it on the down low. Trying to be trying to be sneaky? Yeah. Did uh, did the boss uh, put in an order for some liquor or are you trying to sneak some out of there? I look at Finn and I go I don't know what I do. <laughs> It's all you. It's all you. Uh, too deep. Vin, Vin goes, oh, she just wants to meet large hands and, and drop off some stuff and doesn't want to cause too much of a fuss. It shouldn't be that big of a deal. We're just going to kind of mosey on through if that's okay with you guys. Isn't that right, friend may gnome name? Generic, yes. Generic yes. no name? Uh-huh. Gnome name? Yeah. Yeah? Roll me a bluff check. Better hope you roll well. <laughs> 17. And they look at each other and goes, oh, well. Not our business. Hey, just uh, if you can get some of that cooking sherry out of uh, large hands down there, go ahead and go for it. They cleaned this place out of every drop of alcohol and put it down there uh, where he's gardening. Yeah. It's really limiting my sauce selection here that I'm able to pull off. Mm -hmm. I mean, this pantry was already pretty low anyways because of all those darn hobgoblins. But now, I mean, I, I, I I can only do so much. Right, exactly. And the brother's like, what he said. Because <laughs> there's two of us. Is that Hans or is that Franz? It's really hard to tell. They look identical. Okay. Well, all right. Well, we'll see what we can do. Hopefully we can, we can snag something for you on the way back up. All right. Yeah, that'd be much appreciated. All right. We're just going to keep chopping up carrots, I guess. All right. That's what we do. And we walk downstairs. Post haste. chop, 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 chop. Lest a Garsk just pop up out of nowhere. Start stabbing everyone. Ah. Oh, he slices. I stab. Yeah. Slices. Get it straight, man. My bad. I'm sorry. The name of the boss is Hulk Grundlechar. Sounds dirty. I don't think Grundle is a good name for anyone. Mm -mm. No. I think it's it's slang for your groin area. I think it is. Grundlechar does not sound pleasant. (laughs) No. My name's Hulk. Hulk Grundlechar. <laughs> oh, you're a poor Grundle. <laughs> Linder Largehands is the Corrid downstairs who is hoarding all of the alcohol. All right, here we go. Let's go. All right. So, Garsk, Invisible, Melon. Visible. Visible. And Vin. Vin. Visible. All head downstairs to the basement to hopefully strike a deal with Linder Largehands, Corrid and brother of the head of festivities, Hulk Grundlechar. Why don't they share the same last name? 
Find out next time <laughs> on The Divided Alliance. <laughs> All right, then. Trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Thanks as always to Sirenscape for their amazing atmosphere and music. Facing down a horde of undead zombies just isn't the same without them. Make sure you check them out at www.sirenscape.com. This is a work of fiction. Names, characters, businesses, places, events, locales, and incidents are either the product of the author's imagination or used in a fictitious manner. Any resemblance to actual persons, living or dead, or actual events is purely coincidental.